What do you do when life gets to life in? When everything seems like it's coming together, but slowly falling apart at the same time? Welcome to the Queens Teaching Queens podcast. I'm your host, Natisha Livingston, aka The Connection Queen. Queens Teaching Queens is committed to transforming the professional and entrepreneurial minded woman spiritually, mentally, and financially. We help women to eliminate self-limiting beliefs, gain clarity around who they are, determine what they want, and how to get results. You are seen, you are safe, you are loved. Welcome to the Queendom, sis. Today I have with me the marketing midwife, Miss Brittany Raji Alberti. Hey, sis, how are you? Hey, girl. Hey, uh, all is well. All is well over here. How about you? You know what? I am doing absolutely amazing. Okay. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Before we jump into it, though, you know I got to read your bio. Because I need them to know that I'm in the presence of greatness right now. So let me Ooh. go ahead and let me go ahead and tap in with the bio real quick. Okay. Now look, Miss Brittany Raji Alberti is a proud mamapreneur, socialite who teaches magical marketing strategies that help visionary leaders attract their ideal client and create community. Come on now. Alberti is an international social enterprise and started manufacturing partnerships in West Africa while scaling retail and e-commerce operations nationwide. She has over 10 years experience in nonprofit organizations, championing for the community by working in black and brown populations, specializing in outreach, marketing, group facilitation, and community engagement. She was named Best Brand and Marketing Strategist on the Top 50 Plus Black Marketer on the Rise 2022 list by the African American Marketing Association. Alberti also has a bachelor's degree in communications and certificate of public relations from the University of Missouri, St. Louis. Her favorite saying is commerce is the future of community. You know what? I know that's right. Again, Miss Brittany, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good, my good sis. I am feeling good. Look, small things to a giant around it. Like every time I'm getting ready to do something I know that is about to shake the room and literally shift the atmosphere for people like spiritual warfare will be in- inevitable but it's just like now it's just like a small thing to a giant I'm like oh, okay I see you like you get what I'm saying Girl, literally when in it you know what it's crazy about that um that perspective shift because as we've grown as we both have the, this year it's like now when things go wrong I'm like oh greatness is on the way I'm like Oh, what you doing? What 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 got what we got going on? Because you know, life be lifing. And so <laughs> and so that's really kind of the the kind of the theme uh, of this episode um in our chat today because I swear to you, you know, I watch all my Facebook cousins, my my good sisters. Um we might not be in the same city, but you know, I'm I'm here to root for you and celebrate you and you in particular, Miss Ma'am. <laughs> you have had so much growth over this past year 
from when I last seen you in person in February. Um, and so just to see where you are at now, we're about to end 2022. I, I last saw you in the beginning of 2022. And, and really, I want to talk about everything in between. Like what happened in the last, like, you know, 10 to eight to 10 months where you have just had this shift. I mean, I'm talking clarity. I'm talking big, bold presence. And it's like, oh, it just gives me chills. It really, really does. And so that's kind of how we're going to, that's kind of how we're going to track. And so to start us out, let's kind of set the scene. Um, like I said, I saw you in February. You were at the, uh, my Valentine's Day event. Thank you so much from for coming from Missouri. Girl, with that was ground shifting. Yes, that was a ground shift. If y'all did not go, sorry you missed it, but you could come to her brunch uh, in 2023. It, it'll be the same energy, but that was ground shifting. Okay, I'm sorry. What were you saying? So, <laughs> that's where we were. I want to set the scene. Let me know, beginning of 2022, where were you at? You're a wife, you're a mother. Um, you're an entrepreneur, like where were you mentally? Now I know this is kind of like a, a loaded question, obviously, but let it just take us in your world in the beginning of this year. Where where were you at? Yeah. Um it's hard to even think. I was excited because I think the end of 2021, I had just really got into community with like you, Jalen, um, you know, some amazing people. So I knew that course um I knew that like I was I was in the midst of elevation because I had already been praying for um the right community to be around the right people and I had been so you know how people say there's seven degrees of separation yeah I firmly believe that it's only been one degree of separation for me like I grew up where people that I grew up around are now millionaires, people who I've dealt with in the past now are like, I've been one degree separation from millionaire status my whole life. Like I've had such a tremendous amount of privilege and being in places that I can't explain why I was there. But well, let me say, I couldn't explain, but I know it was God. Let me just put it there. But in tw the early 2022, I knew that I was about to experience something that no one in my family had ever experienced, right? And, and just being able to own the transition of becoming more. Does that make sense? Like, I know, I know it's like, I'm trying not to make it too loaded and spiritual, but I knew I was in the midst of about to walk into becoming a different person, really truly being who I was, you know, and not shifting. So um, in the midst of that, I knew that that was inevitable. I also was still overcoming postpartum depression, mm. not depression. I had baby blues, which is a little bit less than full on depression. I also had just transition out of having this really um popular product-based business that dealt with Africa like I had a different identity and that identity was also tied into like my first marriage so I had like I was going through an identity shift I knew that I was getting ready to walk into a new level of purpose so it was a, a bit of excitement a bit of anxiety um but like y'all I'm ready for it calling all creatives influencers and entrepreneurs you are officially invited to the big business brunch the biggest brunch of Q1 for Women in Business held in Sacramento, California, February 12th, 
2023. A lot of us are being called higher, we're being shifted, and that's going to require more from us. We're going to have to be bolder, we're going to have to be more strategic, and we're going to have to be unapologetic about it. If you want to increase your profitability and your impact, you need to increase your visibility. Get your tickets to brunch today for a one-day experience where we are going to break down to break out in 2023 and beyond. You're going to leave with clarity, strategy, and connections with like-minded women. Link to purchase tickets can be found in the notes of this episode. I'll see you there. So I feel like I'm, I feel like we have, we have seasons, we have, we have different shifts and I'm currently um, in kind of like this next identity shift where it's very hard to explain. I just know that more is coming. Yeah. And for everybody who was in their shift season, what were some of the things that like you identified and you were like, oh shit, like more is coming. Like I'm elevating. Like what were some of the things like for you personally, where you were like, oh, he about to take me, he about to take me to another atmosphere. Like I need to get ready. Baby, do I got tissues? Okay. So let's sum right here. Okay. So one was everything so I, I know I had shared before but like I'm on my second marriage um and I had a very very devastating uh end to my first marriage like my first husband was a narcissist there was a lot of infidelity um a lot of things my my self-esteem took a hit and my body started keeping score so I'm still the largest I've ever been in my life just holding on to that trauma um had a really rough um relationship with my dad dad who passed away in August of this year and it was just like a lot of stuff that was kind of bogging down right but at the same time I was starting to learn that that wasn't who I was that wasn't a reflection of me that was a reflection of the people in their pain that was projected onto me so in the midst of like and this is what I'm saying y'all entrepreneurship is like a, a roller coaster a emotional roller coaster of all the things that you have been through in your life and if you don't believe that wait until you get knee deep in it because the things that you have not dealt with will start to deal with you in the midst of you building Woo! you know man that man. Was, wow let's take a moment that wow right. right wow no for real for real and man that's so crazy because everything will start to will start to stir up I mean it really, expo- entrepreneurship exposes you. It brings out the best of, in you, but it also brings out the worst in you as well because you got to think we're on this journey up to like the highest power of ourselves, the greatest version of ourselves. And just think about all the skin, everything that you have to shed to become who you're meant to be. And it's uncomfortable. It's It's scary. It's like, wow, he's calling me to do better. So now I have to be better. It's just, it's a lot. It really, it really is a lot. Girl, I'm sitting back, like fighting back tears already because I know that God is just getting ready to flow through all of this. In the midst of that earlier, like I was dealing with the identity shift, but also God started revealing to me that I had a lot of shame where I wouldn't be myself, right? So I felt like certain things made me less worthy of, or, you know, I would try to hide behind those things. So 
the things that happened this year, I had to fight through it anyway. Do you would like, I, I know you probably experienced this too, but we will go through the same situation over and over again until we learn from it. So some of the hardships that I went through this year were some of the same things that I went through in 2018 as I was going through my first divorce. And it was like familiar. So because it was familiar, I knew that, okay, life was going to hold on tight to me. But if I fight better, if I could continue to, to, you know, to hold on to my stance of like, look, I'm not backing down. I'm not folding in this season that eventually it was going to let me go. Yeah. Mm. does that make sense like so it was like life kept like boom it was this situation it was that situation like thousands of dollars I lost because of like a, a pet situation in my home which oh my god it messed with my self-esteem so bad so bad because I grew up like never having a situation like this and I'm like I'm a new mom how could this be happening to me it messed with my self-esteem something terrible and it was like almost a transformation like God was showing me, so you think that because this had never happened to you or because this happened to you, it diminishes your worth. Wow. So people, like, it made me see myself different and see other people like we're not omit to life. Yeah. And then also it made me also see that like, okay, the stuff that I lost in the transition and that, the, the things that, it's like, yo, I'm holding on to a version of me that I'm no longer, that I'm not, I'm not that girl no more. Mm. Wow. So in the midst of that, like it was just, it was, it was, it was powerful. It was painful. It was powerful and painful at the same time. And you know, oh, you just touched on a good point is, and I think that, I think women in general struggle with this right here. We struggle with mourning these old versions of ourselves or yeah. grieving who we once were. And instead of just coming to terms with the fact, like, that's not who we are anymore. We can't fit that dress no more. Like we, we are not the same. And so it's like, it's, it's hard. It's hard to let, like, let that version of you go. Um, and I've struggled with that this year too. And it's just like, you know, uh, you talked about, you know, you being the heaviest, I'm, you know, having some health concerns and you know, hormone issues. And I'm like, yo, what is going on? And it's just like unexplainable. And that stuff really does mess with you, you mentally. It messes with your confidence. It messes with your self-esteem. And all of that trickles down into you building your business because now you're not showing up boldly. You're not showing up confidently because you don't feel that way. <laughs> like, you don't feel that way. And so, yes, man. The pain is powerful though. The pain is powerful though. And you know what I think the difference is, is working through the pain instead of letting it kind of just take you away. Or like you said, like, I'm not folding, like you're not getting me this time. Um, yeah. And just some of the things that I've learned too in this season is like when you had said, um, we're going to keep having the same, same lessons until we grow. Um, I've had a lot of spiritual warfare this past weekend and I was so after reflecting on every situation, I was so proud of myself because I stayed so grounded in every moment. Like I wasn't anxiety driven. I was like a solution-based thinker in every single stance. Like I didn't let my emotions get the best of me. And that's growth. Like <laughs> Coming from somebody who's a crybaby, like that is that is really growth, you know? Yeah, for sure. 
So when people see like this exterior, they're like, oh, like, you know, this girl's doing these events, you know, you've been talking, they see you with your Gucci belt and your white nails and right. Like, and it's just this regal energy that people put up on us, but we, they don't know, like we're also, we're going through life. We just decided that we were going to win. And I think that's the biggest thing for 2022. I decided that whatever I needed to release, whatever I needed to go through to become the person that I saw in my dreams. Like, you know how you have this vision of yourself of who you're supposed to be, and you know you're not being her. One thing that really shook me up this year is that for years, I watched people that weren't better than me do more than me. Oh, Jesus. Like, and that's a bit arrogant. Some people are going to be like, but like, for real, like, I could no longer sit and shrink anymore because I, I know that I could do this better than you. Yeah. And, you know, everybody thinks that they could do it better, but I knew. So every opportunity that I got this year, I act like it was my last one. Mm. Like, so I'm coming in, I'm bringing Auntie O energy in here. I'm bring, I'm like, I'm coming, like, this is literally, so every speaking engagement, I was like, Lord, okay, you, like, I already knew I already had that in me, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I act like I was in front of, you know what I'm saying, a millionaire, like, and they, and they were all waiting to hear from me. They were waiting for that transition because I knew that, hey, like, if I give it all that I got, I'm going, I, I believe you reap everything you sow. Yep. You know, so that thing, I knew that life was going to continue to life. But if I just kept pushing, if I kept acting like this is the last time that I had. um, And another big thing, um, and I don't want to segue into anything, but um, my dad's life, my dad had a stroke 10 years ago. Mm. And when he had that stroke, he decided to stop living. He lived every year like he was going to die. Like every, every time, like, oh, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. He had 10 years from that initial incident and he spent the rest of his life dying. Mm-hmm. You do what I'm saying? So like when people say like, oh, they was like, oh, how you feel about you? That people keep asking me, but I'm like, yo, he been dying my whole life. That's how I feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? He had 10 years of dying. So mentally I was already, he was already dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get what I'm saying? I hate to, I hate to say that because some people, they gonna feel like that seems heartless. But when somebody lives every single day, like, oh, I'm not gonna be here. I'm not, he lived in the past so much that he didn't realize he still had 10 years to do something else. And I remember bringing my dad, I was like, hey, I really want to do, he's like, oh, I'm too old. We're too old for that. Like it killed something in me. And I decided that, you know what I'm saying? In 2018, when my stepmom passed and I was going through the worst, I was like, whatever it takes for me to live instead of die, you get what I'm saying? Like living to die instead of like, you know what I'm saying? Like just really like, I wanted to use everything. You said so many words. (laughs) I'm just trying to start, like, where do I even want to, where do I even want to recap? Because, oh my God. You know, the thing is, is your dad is not the only one. Like so many people live like that where, it's almost like they're paralyzed in this victimized state where it's almost like, woe me is just ingrained into everything that they do, whether it's their, you know, their thinking, like, and it's like, you know, it goes so deep because, you know, our thinking, it starts with our thoughts. And then, you know, our thoughts turn into our habits, habits turn into actions. And so it's like, if you are continuously just thinking in lack or in this woe me mentality, 
how do you expect to, to have any type of, of a good life? Like life is so short. And when we see, um, you know, like people die like prematurely, just these young people. And it just, it really gets to me because I'm like, wow. I mean, that could literally be any of us at, at any given moment. And it's like, what did you do while you were here? Like, what impact did you make? You know, and it, it it's always a heavy topic for me because it's like, I've lost a lot of people um, in my life. And I'm just like, man, like they just had so, they had so much more to do, so much more to give. And, and it's just, it's crazy that, you know, we really do waste our life away, um, some of us. And so just you making the decision to say, hey, I, I'm about to, I'm about to show up and show out in no matter what room I am in. I think that that is so powerful. And I think that that is truly the best thing that we could do for ourselves in this new season. Like everybody needs to have a goal. Like I, my word for 2023 is um no shrinking i am not i'm not shrinking um we're kind of similar in the same way where I, i've been in spaces and I, i'm i'm getting into new environments and around different people and i'm like no shrinking no yeah. shrinking like you have to show up and so damn that was good brett that was good you thank you and i'm so glad that's your word like no shrink because you are powerful you know you got so much to give you've created some amazing spaces that really made the way for some people to make a lot of money right and like i said you got unto energy where it's like okay look i know i could create these spaces i could bring people together and sometimes when you have those kind of things and you don't see it reap directly to yourself Mm-hmm. You can think like, okay, am I meant to do this? Like, is it, you know, like, what, what is this all for? And it makes you shrink because it's like, dang, how can I help other people do? That was my life before. How yeah. can I help people do all of these things but I haven't seen it like happen for me just yet? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. You know, so yeah. don't shrink. Like it's, it's inside of you and it's, it's going to manifest. It's just also realizing that God didn't give us everything for us. So yeah. sometimes he'll give it to you for somebody else so that you can see that it's already inside of you because right. it's kind of hard to, it's really hard to embrace all that you are. Does that make sense? Like <laughs> knowing that like you're powerful, you're a creator, like God gave you so much. It's really hard to own that. That's why we shrink. And you know what it is? It's, I, I, I think where people aren't really tapping into who they are. Because unless you have the desire to truly go deeper, I don't have conversations like this with everybody. It's people who have actually done some self-healing, some self-work, where they're kind of able to self-assess, and they're able to see more for themselves. These are the type of conversations that I can have with them. You can't have these type of conversations with everybody because not everybody has truly tapped into who they are as a creator. And so it just, it really does sadden me because we don't know, because so many people aren't tapped in to this creation mode. So like how powerful they really are. It's like they relinquish all power that they have. Um, They don't, it's like, they don't have the desire to tap into, you know, what their God given gifts are. And until you get a little curious 
Um, and until you, you have a, it has to stir up inside your heart. Like you have to have some type of desire for more. And I know that I'm meant for more. I know seven figure tish is right around the corner. And so until you like embody that, it's not going to happen for you. So it literally all starts with this desire piece. Literally starts with this desire piece. Now, segueing to kind of the shift. Um, let's get into the shift because you had a lot of pain. You had a lot of pain. You touched on a couple of things that have happened this year. Um, you know, your house situation, um, your father passing, uh, again, condolences for, uh, for that. When did things, when did Big B really start to like, like, what were you doing? Because I'm not gonna lie, it was like all of a sudden I'm on Facebook and and you here and you speaking here and you're doing this and you're doing that. And I'm like, oh shit, she like she's doing a whole lot. Like every every post was about a collaboration or a partnership or you speaking here, you mentoring there. And I'm like, oh wow, that's so dope. Look at her. And it's just been on 10. Like you have not let up off the pedal at all. I'm tired. No. <laughs> No, so to your point, thank you. Um, I, I realized that with Clubhouse, you know, which is how a lot of us got uh, acquainted, shout out to Coach Jalen, Black Pretty and Pay. Um, I I realized like, oh, yo, with the year of Clubhouse, like we got this massive nationwide network. Yeah. I was like, but that's because I showed up there consistently. I realized that, um, you know, I moved every year of my life, like, for almost like 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I lived in three states in three years. I never had the chance to be able to have consistency. So now with being with my husband, my husband is so solid and so consistent. I know what to predict, right? I have a different level of comfort in my life right now where I know that it won't all be ripped away from me, where I didn't have that security before. You get what I'm saying? Like your foundation has a lot to do with your elevation, like where you're grounded at, where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that God has me, but I wasn't in situations before where I felt like I could really build, you know, and some of that was growing up, like just in just, you know what I'm saying? Like my mom really was, she was a never settled queen before I used to think, I'm like, man, why is she doing this? Like, why we keep moving? But one place will have mildew, one place, like, you know, like at four o'clock, like all of these things, like my mom went through a lot and I realized that it wasn't her fault, but I was kind of holding my mama to that. And then I realized that I, I projected it into my adulthood. So I got with other people, like my first husband who had a never settled attitude, but his was a never, it was, it was like, like a negative thing it was like he wouldn't allow himself to sprout because he had commitment issues so sometimes like your childhood that's why I said whatever you haven't dealt with will deal with you eventually that I got into situations where other people had a commitment issue it wasn't about not settling because this wasn't your standard of living it yeah. was something else but it was like I kind of manifested that in my situation so now being in this situation like I said being around people that weren't smarter than me I knew that I had what it took you know what I'm saying and I, I just believe bigger I believe that I've, I've seen several people around me that were broke you know what I'm saying slept slept in in in, in janky hotel like you know what I'm saying they are millionaires right now mm -hmm. and I was like I, I know I got what you got you know what I'm saying and it wasn't that I I, I wanted I mean, I was envious. I knew that it was inevitable that it was going to happen to me because like I said, one degree of separation 
I, I know at least four people that I had direct relationships right now that are millionaires. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I knew it was, in, I'm like, God, you're not going to keep putting me like, you know, like success has a bit of a familiar sense to it. Like it's the familiar, your foundation is familiar. Like, it's like, it's all these things that were coming together. I knew it was inevitable to happen to me, especially when I met Jay. I was like, Jalen, he <laughs> was like a blueprint for me. You get know what I'm saying? Like I could see, I was like, yo, I see so much of myself in her. I see like how she was able to command this. I seen the work that she had did within herself so I was like oh yo like I feel like that was my tribe I knew that like when I seen I was like oh it's just that you weren't in the right territory like you know seeds can't bloom if they're in the right like you might be planting stuff in the wrong soil oh, you, wow. you know what I'm saying so you know what the process is to grow like you know but you just might be in the wrong soil so one thing I committed to myself was I knew that quarter three because I worked 10 years in nonprofit. I knew that quarter three was the busiest time of the year and that there would be opportunities to get in a room plus we're like in a post-pandemic world and I was finally feeling comfortable to come outside so it's like Brittany this season is called get in a room because once I get in a room I always know what happens as soon as I open my mouth I don't even have to try yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it happened that I had an opportunity and when Accelerated I went to, like the speaker didn't show up and we were kind of having like this segue into something. This was two days before my dad died. This is how powerful I believe that when you make a decision, stuff shift, right? Mm-hmm. Moving into the shift. And they were talking about like, um, you know, like how some of them just like, I was on a roll and then somebody died. I was like, all you have to do is control the energy, not knowing, but notes to me that my dad was going to die two days later. I was like, you have to control. So we got into this thing where we were playing music and really supporting each other and doing affirmations. And then it was like, it became into like a sorrow party a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Not not too much. Like I, I could feel people, you know, I'm an energy person. Like I could feel like the energy, it was uplifting for some. And then some people were like wallowing in it. So I was like, I asked my instructor at the time. I was like, hey, you know, people keep asking me about marketing gyms that connect with me offline. Do you mind if, you know what I'm saying? I give people a little bit of market because everybody was always, pulling me to the side like we know you're the marketing girl yeah. so make a long story short this thing just popped up out of nowhere sorry I, I stood up and in 15 minutes I talked in 15 minutes and everybody was like wow mm. wow like it was so crazy that the instruct the the facilitator at the time she's like look uh what's what's your can you send me an invoice for 125 because that's what we would have paid the guest speaker today I'm gonna pay you she paid me then she introduced me to three so I end up getting three speaking engagements by standing up and by by one being in a room two noticing opportunity three acting like it was the last one I was gonna ever have wow you know oh that's so powerful being in the room being in the room is half the battle but You said something that I think, and I think this is where people will miss the mark. And this is where I think people miss the mark because a lot of people will actually get to the room. They'll get to the room. Some people have no problem getting to the room. They'll pay their ticket. They'll, you know, they'll be in community. It's the taking advantage of opportunity that people miss the mark. They, they sit back. They, they're, they're relaxing, they're chilling, they're waiting for somebody else to do it. And instead of an opportunity being given to you, you decided to go ahead and take one. And that's really the, the difference maker. A lot of people are not taking the opportunities that are in front of them. They're just like, they're just like waiting for, I, I don't know what they're waiting for, but it's like, they just want it to be plain as day. 
Um, and you're like, okay, we, I mean, I got all these people in front of me. I'm, I'm the marketing midwife. Like I'm about to show up and show out. And so creating that space or really taking, grabbing onto the, the opportunity. And how did it feel though, when she said, send me an invoice? I would, I didn't do it for that. I do, you know, like I didn't do it for that, but I was like, oh, I knew that the shift had arrived. You get what I'm saying? Like I had already done this. Like I had spoken all these virtual, con like I was on a stage with people that we were, like I accelerated, we had paid guest speakers for inevitable wealth. Like I got an opportunity to speak on the same virtual stage with the people that were, you know, like, I'm like, hold on. So like, Jalen kept telling me, these are your peers. So it's almost like I knew the shift had happened because what I gave them wasn't even a fourth of what I really could have had I been prepared. You get what I'm saying? Like, but I was oh, here. You got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. I studied that environment. So I built the relationships with the facilitators. I was creating content. This is why content is so important, y'all. Connecting with people online, showing them with like your connection content, which we always talk about, making sure that you're making valid connections with people. So people that want to get to know you. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. when that opportunity came and when she sent it to me, I kind of already knew a shift had had started and I was like okay you know some people might be like oh 125 not a lot but here's the thing I knew that hey something that I would have willingly did for free that I didn't plan wow. on doing somebody said it was so valuable for you to speak for 15 minutes yeah. that I'm gonna pay you 125 dollars well that's what I was talking about because so many of us when you're a group expert when you know we're, we're teaching we're, we're facilitating we're guest speakers and a lot of times, you know, it, it's for just free for, you know, we're, we're doing it because we're getting exposure. We want to help people. It might lead to an offer, whatever the case may be. But for somebody to be like, hey, that was so valuable. I'm about to write you a check. I'm about to, you know, send me an invoice like that right there. That sounds like the shift. That sounds like the shift. Yep. And um, and you took that. You took that opportunity. It wasn't necessarily given to you. You just happen to be at the right place at the right time. So getting in the room is only half the battle, but then you have to grab on to the actual opportunity and stay ready. So you don't have to get ready. Yeah. Um, wow. That, that is powerful. I don't know if you're reading, um, have you, are you, have you read uh, Dr. Eric Thomas new book? You owe you. Uh-uh. Okay. I'll send you the audible link after here. I'll share it with you because I, I listened to it. And the crazy part, like I said, that one degree of separation and his story is so similar. Like I used to teach GED classes and like when he got, when he blew up the talk that, um, um, when you want to uh, succeed as bad as you want to breathe, literally someone else had just recorded what he did every single day. And in that moment, somebody took a picture. Somebody, so like the things that I like, you know, you're going out, you're throwing gems. Like, this is why it's so important to not sleep on yourself even yeah. when nobody else rocking with you you gotta like you, you gotta know that you got what it takes right you gotta like rock with yourself so hard mm -hmm. because it's those things it's those times that you did it for free it's those times that you showed up and you served without you know what i'm saying getting anything in return you yeah. never know when that opportunity where it's like yo like oh we see you like we you know like so from mm -hmm. that it was just up like every opportunity that came from that they were all paid you get what i'm saying like requested like you know oh like we want you to be the fraction like so many opportunities came right after that and, and here's the thing i did that with the product-based business but i hid behind the brand so it's like i shifted though this is why i tell people like even if you have shifted your ideas a few times 
God uses everything. Your purpose is going to use everything from your past. This time it was just so powerful because I was truly being myself. Mm -hmm. It wasn't nothing out of the ordinary, but I had got in the right environment. You, this is the second time you said this now. Environment is, I mean, man, environment can literally make or break you. Um, and that's what I've learned this year too. You have said something about, you know, when you plant, when you plant seed, it has to be in the right soil. And you might be around the, the um, some people right now where you don't feel like you're being cultivated. And, and this past year, I, I've had to realize I was like, I haven't been in the right soil. And so in like, you know, the last 90 days or so, I've been having this shift and I'm like, wow, this is what it looks like to be around in community when you're in the right soil planting seeds. And I said, oh, this thing about the blood. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, this is interesting. And, and really like that, we could, that could go so deep and, but, but I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna break into that because we would, we could be in here all day talking about that one. But like your environment, the people that you surround yourself with is so, so important because the wrong person, the wrong people will have you just doubting yourself and your own capabilities and your own power and your own worth, not knowing that you are a superstar, like you are so beyond powerful. And it's like, you have to be in the right spaces. And it's like, we just have to take control of the people who are in our um, proximity. And it's like, yeah. if you aren't bringing me peace, if you aren't bringing me joy, like we cannot be connected. And we have to be confident in making those decisions to just cut people off. Like, exactly. no matter what the case is, it's like, oh, this isn't serving me. I have to let it go. Like, I don't, I don't feel good when I'm around you. I got to let you go. And, and we have to just stand confidently in those decisions. Mm. Yep. Yep. Wow. And like, I don't know if you remember earlier this year, um, I made a post that was right around the time where Tabitha Brown got her, I think she it's got a big deal. And then uh, Pinky Cole also, um, got the $100 million evaluation after doing a round of $25 million. So I made this post and I said that four years ago, Pinky Cole had just started the Slutty Vegan brand. And four years ago, Tabitha Brown was driving Uber when she you know, had this urge to make this video on the Whole Foods sandwich. Yeah. Things happen rapidly when you're in alignment. That was the post and the post went viral, yeah. right? Um, so like, it just really alludes to like what we're talking about right now that, but here's the thing to get to the point where you're in good soil, you got to met like Pinky had a failed business enterprise before, like she had a, uh, well, it wasn't a fail, it, it caught on fire, but she used to sell meat when she didn't eat meat. That's out of alignment. You know what I'm saying? It's not now people loved it, but she, it was familiar territory for her. She also worked in the entertainment industry. So she knew how to market. So the thing is, once she married the two things that were familiar familiar for her rapid alignment that four years later slutty vegan is a household name even in, though it's not even in most of our cities it's in one city right well two now because i think she just opened one in brooklyn it's so contagious when you're in alignment and then tabitha like it's like 
how can you not love Tabitha Brown? You ain't got to know nothing she doing. It's just like when you see her, it's like that Southern auntie hug, but it's like it was familiar territory. And I remember watching one of her uh, interviews where she was saying that she used to code switch in places. So when I seen a lot of these things that were like parallel to my life, and I know a lot of other people, like it's like you got to keep going and keep trying until you find the, the fertile ground that's going to propel you. And you know, because like, it's just like, um, God said, you know, like in the Bible, it says my sheep know my voice. When yeah. stuff starts moving in the right direction, you know that you finally found it. If you're in friction, that's not of God. Mm, can we just sit in that? Ooh. Real. Like too many people sit in situations like, oh, it's supposed to be hard. Let me tell you, my motto, so my word for 2023 is quantum leap. Yeah. But for me, it's ease. Like everybody's talking about the soft yeah. life and all this other stuff, but it gets to be an easy six figures for me. It gets to be yeah. an easy seven figures for me because making $35,000 was hard as hell. Yeah. Making forty, sixty thousand $60,000, I work my butt off. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It gets to be easy now because I'm in alignment. So I, I just really want to urge people to really find out where that sweet spot is. Keep going, keep you know, investing into yourself, keep getting in in in, in places because you'll know when you found it, it's a different feeling. It's a different elevation. It's a different movement. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? I it do. Doesn't, it's not hard. It's not and hard. You know what? I'm just, I'm sitting here in awe because I'm like, I'm like, I found it. It's click. Like what I'm doing now is like, it's so, it's so easy. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, wow, okay. It's all making sense. It's like what we've been doing is we we've been learning. Um, I'm reading, you know, I'm reading Believe um Believe, Believe Bigger. Bigger. Yeah. That's my book. But she talks about um this ease as well. She talks about how um like your God-given uh gifts yeah. are not hard. Like yeah. what you're meant to be doing is not going to be like you said, it's not gonna cause you friction, it's not gonna cause you you know, this discomfort and, and pain. And, and we have adopted the idea that we have to go through this like struggle bus error for us to, you know, be millionaires or, you know, to make seven figures when that's absolutely not the case. Like if you're operating in true alignment, you're, you can live you, now you have to work, you have yeah. to work, but yeah. it should not be to where it's like causing you mental discomfort. Um, and so, yes, absolutely, 100% agree with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say this real quick, Tish. I used to make my last job, I think I made like $16 an hour. Um, and I had to fight them for a three uh, a cost of living wage. Um, and I advocated for it. And everyone else around me, this broke me, I ain't going to lie. Everyone else around me benefited. They got uh, raises because I advocated for abusive workspace. We had a... Um, a not great supervisor. And I was the only one brave enough to say something that everyone else was uncomfortable and people got elevated, people got raises and they still looked over to me. And I, I know that, you know, you have an audience of a lot of black women. So this is, this is something that I feel like most black women need to lean into. Like, again, everything that God gives to you won't be for you, but it's not your job to set, to take care of everyone else and then take the pennies and the scraps and what's left over so once the assignment is done, I'm not saying not to help people, but it is like for 2023, I want you to get yours first. Mm, that's a word. We have a thing of putting in work 
oh, we got to do the work. We got to prove. No, get yours first up front and be willing to walk away because you're that valuable mm. or that valuable. Don't let nobody say, oh, unless you are willing to split the difference on the back end. But here's the thing. Most people, they already know your worth. They're counting on you not knowing it. Mm, yep. Yes. Yeah. So that's the shift for this year. Like I, I can't serve the $97 client anymore because they won't get the result that the same, like I just had a, a, a session where I was saying like, I made $17 an hour. And now like the consultant that I'm doing with one of the contracts, like the minimum is like a hundred dollars an hour, which is a huge shift for someone who used to charge $97 a month to coach with people. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I just got a five workshop contract deal with $200 an hour. Wow. You give them an hour. And I'm just like, God, and it was like, oh, we want to, we want to give you more. I'm like, hey, hold on. I'm making what I used to make with let like, and here's the thing. That's the minimum. Yeah. I got a $25,000 package now. I haven't sold it yet, but I have it now. Yeah. And I'm getting in front of people. I just did a segment the other day um, where they were considering me for a contract. They, I was like, oh, there's like, what is your minimum that you would take for this? I was like, oh, 60,000. And it was a sister who was interviewing me. And she was like, uh, be off the record. <laughs> I know this will come out later. She was like, no, this, this position starts at 120. This position, anytime that you're going for a multi-million dollar, but see, we have been so conditioned to take the crumbs. You've gotten the results. You get the attention. You have the traction. You have everything that you need. But because we haven't been in the right environment, we'll say like, no, sis, you're worth 120. This contract is worth 120. I've never had a hundred, a, a six-figure contract. Never. So mm -hmm. even to be considered for one, regardless if I win, lose, or drought, I know I'm in different, I'm, I'm in a different environment. I'm in a different frequency now. Mm. It came from deciding the shift. You get what I'm saying? So I keep sharing this now, regardless. I'm, I'm not sharing who is with or whatever. But I'm like, dang, imagine a year and a half ago coaching people for $97 and it's hard to get them to pay that on time. And, da -da -da, and they yeah. don't complain about it, asking for refunds. When it's like, yeah, just that's just somebody saying, like, no, this is a six figure contract that I'm okay. considering. Yes. Uh... Wow, that just gave me chills. That just gave me chills. So, so what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is it started with a decision. Yeah. And then after the decision, you're intentionally putting yourself in spaces and environments. Yeah. And then at that point, you're just seizing opportunity. Yep. You're seizing opportunity where you see fit. You're you're uh, you're connecting with the right people. You're making sure you stay true to your content. Um, but another key factor is you stay true to yourself. Um, you stay true to who you are. You showed up as yourself, and it's like you can take it or leave it. But but this is big B. Like I, this is this is me. Um, this is how I'm coming, and I think that that is so powerful. And so as we wrap up. As we move in to 2023, how are you feeling? Like, do you feel, is there any imposter syndrome left? Or are you like, oh no, baby, I'm on a whole new way. Like, let I'm me glad you said that because it never goes away, right? You still, when that lady said, I shook when she said that on the phone, you know, and I started to shrink and I noticed that my, 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 uh, my Ebonics came out more than usual. I couldn't cut, like, I noticed some of those things. So even as you're in the elevator, please know that, um, 
the 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 little you, the old you tries to come back in and and self sabotage. Let me tell you, I've been riding around like in um like just doing like miscellaneous stuff in areas where I'm not the same person I used to be. Maybe I, you know, was dealing with a person I shouldn't have been dealing and and I'll have sorrow being in a certain environment. And I had to remind myself, like, you're not her anymore, Brittany. You're not her anymore, Brittany. So like when you're saying like the imposter syndrome, absolutely. Like the enemy and the enemy are definitely trying to shake my identity, even though I know I'm not her anymore. So it's comforting. And I put myself in, in positions to be uncomfortable yeah. because I know that like, hey, if I get comfortable, I'm going to resort back to where the person I'm not anymore, you yeah. know? Um, if I could give people one thing that I want you, I was watching Darius Daniels. Um, and that, that's, that's, I feel like he, my, uh, my E preacher now. Um, but he was saying that we take for granted that we'll get another opportunity. Like if God put one in front of you, it's like, now you're just seizing the opportunities. That's why I said, like, I act like I'm never going to have another one again. Anytime there will always be opportunity. There's always opportunities for everyone to, to, to elevate, to be the best version of themselves, to get into the right spaces. But every time that you turn one down and everyone's not assigned to you, but you need to remember that it's not promised to you and God don't owe you nothing. Mm. The fact that you're breathing, that you're walking, that you're here is, is, is enough of what he owes you. So people who are praying for prosperity and praying for this, like my new prayer now is for wisdom. Like God, which opportunity should I take? Where do I need to be? That's my new, that's my prayer for 2023. But don't take for granted that God don't owe you nothing. So if you're not going to do the work, don't you dare be jealous. Don't you dare sit in, in, in envy. And it's a normal human emotion, but just know that nobody owes you anything, including our creator. So you need to take advantage of whatever opportunity is in front of you when you pray that it's in alignment, if that makes sense. That's Mike. <laughs> oh my God. Because, uh, yeah, like, yes. Uh, I, I think that pretty much wraps, like, I don't think I that- I can hear you. Okay, there you go. You, okay. You to... <laughs> um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I don't think anything else needs to be said at that point. Like, <laughs> um, I just pray that this right here has blessed somebody. I feel like we have covered so many things and I love bringing my sisters on because I feel like, I feel like we could talk all freaking day. I really do. But just being able to, you know, put out those, um, many themes where where people can kind of pick and pull and and, and expand on that um you know in their own healing or their their own um lessons and learning and so sis I just thank you uh for joining me today and this was for having me boo yeah. I'm so this is gonna be everything if you're watching this make sure that you subscribe to the Queens Teaching Queens podcast on all platforms and give it a thumbs up so somebody else can see it because we own the algorithm okay all right anyway <laughs> you know what shout out to the marketing midwife <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Queens Teaching Queens podcast. Follow me, your host, Natisha Livingston, on all platforms at Natisha Connects. To find out more about guest opportunities and sponsorship opportunities, please email us at join at queensteachingqueens.com with subject podcast. Remember, you are seen, safe, and loved. 
See you next time.